Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know if you guys realize, but today is February 28th. Opening day is literally four weeks from tomorrow. So I did some math. That's 30 days away from opening day. And starting today at 5.30, every day at 5.30, you will get to hear one John Sterling home run call of the day to wet your whistle and get you so excited for the inevitability of opening day 2024. So that's something to look forward to starting today at 5.30 right here on The Fan. Now, before we get back to your calls, I'm very happy to hear my fellow Jet fan reacting, not with just anger at Robert Sala or screaming at the moon like we always do, but reacting like a group of men and women that are side-by-side defending the honor of our franchise against guys like McCole Hardman and Deion Dawkins and guys like Sean Morash who can't wait to open up their mouth and talk trash about our franchise. We will talk trash about our franchise. In fact, let's do that right now. About your franchise or franchise? Franchise and franchise. Okay. All together. Let's get to Joe Douglas. So I watched every second of what Joe Douglas had to say today. And here's what I learned. So this is for my fellow Jet fan. Number one. Elijah Vera Tucker will play one position in 2024. <laughs> and you know why I laugh when I hear that? That's it's a good one. It's a great in theory. Like, yeah, let's stick AVT in one position. I got two problems with that. Number one, AVT has now missed two seasons in a row. Right. A significant amount of time. So anyone, you want to raise your hand if you have faith that Elijah Vera Tucker is actually going to play 11 games this season? Oh, my um, hand's down. 11. You mean 17? No, no, I think no, he will no. play 11. I said 11 because he hasn't even played 11 is that, the last is two that years. his average over the last couple of years? I got I to gotta look, but he's yeah. missed a lot of time. 
You guys say 17. I'm not even asking for 17. Honestly, I'd sign for 15 right now. But at least they're taking steps towards trying to help him by not trying to move him all over like a chess piece so that there's at least some kind of cohesion. For okay, him. great. Here's why that's not going to work either. So the Jets should have a very aggressive offseason fixing this offensive line. In my opinion, they literally have two guys on their offensive line you feel decent about. Elijah Vera Tucker, assuming he could stay healthy, and Joe Tippman. Okay? That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. That's it. They just got rid of Lake and Tomlinson, who played but stunk. Mekhi Becton can't be a part of this team anymore. They don't have a line. So let's figure they draft a kid with their uh, first-round pick. Right. They sign two free agents, whoever it is. And let's say they bring in Tyron Smith. Great addition. Problem is he never plays. He gets hurt. What happens when guys inevitably get hurt? It is so easy on February 28th to say, oh, we got this great plan. Elijah Vera Tucker will play one spot on the offensive line. Haven't figured that out yet. We'll figure it out during the offseason, and that's it. Oh, really? Until guys get hurt, until guys are ineffective. That's one of those things, Tiki, where it's easy to say, yeah. and it makes a lot of sense in theory. Yes. But is that really going to happen in the middle of November? Well, I mean, first of all, you got to figure out how healthy he is because he did tear his ACL, what was that, October? So it was middle of the season, right? Achilles. I mean, Achilles. Achilles, middle of the season. And now you think he's going to be fine because these surgeries are better, technology is better. But you're going to have three new starters, basically three new starters on this offensive line. Correct. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is basically new to this team as well. You're going to have probably some new wide receiving options also. There's a lot of remake that's happening with the New York Jets all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. And one thing that I feel like we wanted to say at the end of last season, well, there's continuity. Like These guys are going to be coming back, and Aaron Rodgers will be healthy, and you know the, the feeling will be the same. It's actually, it actually creates a lot of question marks around the Jets' like, offensive plan for next year because we're not going to have solutions or answers to these questions probably until maybe the first preseason game. Well, You know what I mean? Like, you can bring in anybody. You can draft great. But until we see these guys actually play with full pads and in a game that means something, at least, I mean, you know what I mean, but it's actual football, not pit, pitter-patter football, I don't have any faith in what the Jets are doing right now. Well, I don't have faith in what they're doing because Joe Douglas's track record of building this offensive line has been an F. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give it a grade. It's been an F, and I think Joe Douglas would understand that. Like, I like Elijah Vera Tucker, and I feel bad ripping him for getting hurt because it's not his fault. It's just unfortunate, but it's the truth. He has not played. He is not reliable. He's just not. Yeah. And so if they sign two free agents, and, like, Teron Smith jumps out at you because we all watched him in the NFC East. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the great offensive linemen of this generation. Guy never plays. Yeah, he's been hurt a lot. Too. Like, what good does that do when you're not on the field? That's a problem. And if they draft someone in the first round, guess what? No offense to Evan Neal. Well, offense to Evan Neal. We just watched another first round. But, like, because you're a first-round pick doesn't mean you're going to be slotted in and have no issue. Look at Andrew Thomas. He didn't even have a great rookie season. Tyron Smith is 33, so, I mean, he's he's not young. He's not young, and he hasn't been healthy, but he's... he is, from a, a track record standpoint... If he's healthy, you know he's going to be really good. He is literally a future Hall of Famer. But by the way, we thought AVT was that I mean, not AVT. We thought Lakin Tomlinson was that way. Coming yes. off a pro, couple Pro Bowl seasons in yes. San Francisco. And then he yes. got here and he just happened to be shot. But yes. But this is also, and this is like branching way off, this is why your priority can't be add another wide receiver for Rodgers or make sure you bring back Bryce Huff because, like Evan's saying, you need to find investments well, in like 3 alignment. Let me get to Bryce Huff because, you know, you hit something that hurts. But you're mm-hmm. right about the wide receiver. I know that's the sex 
sexiest thing, that's the easy thing. Oh, yeah, let's go get Justin Jefferson. All right, Devontae yeah. Adams. Like, yeah, it'd be great in theory, but they've got to fix this offensive line, and it's not easy. Here's the problem with the Bryce Huff stuff, because that was the other thing. Hey, what's going on with Bryce Huff? You going to re-sign him? Future New York Giant? Well, what's that about? Oh, oh. Just, just, I'm sorry. He doesn't have to sell his slipped. house. Just slipped. I mean, we're not talking about the Giants. <laughs> Want to talk about the Giants? No, no, not at all. Well, you guys, you guys are something else. You guys are hot stuff. I'll tell you that right now. We got an extra, you know, cap right. space now. That was a little diarrhea of the mind. My bad. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get to the Giants. We don't have to talk about them right now. Man, Tiki looked good next to Kayvon, huh? <laughs> hey, would be all... Sorry. Go ahead. What the hell is this? <laughs> I mean, Tiki, just preparing for fraud. Yes. <laughs> I want to <laughs> I want to explain something. I understand that based on roster management and based on the amount of money it's going to take to keep Bryce off, that it may not be the smartest financial move considering they drafted Will McDonald last mm-hmm. year, all the pieces they have on defense. Jermaine Johnson's there too. No doubt. And how expensive Bryce Huff is going to be. So from a rational standpoint, you're right. And by the way, from a rational standpoint, I hate to say it, these guys are right that he makes sense with the Giants. Like it is very possible that Bryce Huff leaves the New York Jets and signs with the New York Giants. It reminds me of Snacks Harrison from a few years ago. <laughs> but I want to explain something to you guys. Sean will get it. You'll sort of get it. The Jets don't get a lot of guys to sack the quarterback 10 times in a Mm -hmm. season. That's a very rare thing. We haven't had a lot of that. So when you have an undrafted free agent who's developed over the last few years and slowly but surely has earned playing time and reps and chances on the field, (laughs) and in his fourth season he reaches 10 sacks, and he wasn't even on the field all the time. Right. Understand why, to me as a Jet fan and to other Jet fans, there's an emotion to, I don't want to lose the guy who's 25 years old who just had a 10-sack season. Yeah, I'm not okay with, well, Evan, they've got Jermaine Johnson. Well, Evan, they've got to pay this guy. And by the way, Jermaine Johnson's really good. So, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's not like... I have no thing against Jermaine Johnson. Or Will McDonald, even. I know that's... It's easy to say they shouldn't have drafted him a year ago. Sometimes you got to take the best available player. But it uh, sucks to just... Have it be said, well, you got to let him go. Like, I don't want to let him go. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I don't want to let the guy go. This is, it year. almost feels like like the baseball thing. You draft a guy, you develop him. The last thing you want him to do, once he actually gets good, is to let him go mash somewhere else. Right? And that's kind of what it feels like with Bryce Huff right now, is that he's finally gotten good. Because, they, I mean, when they got him, they thought he was just going to be a situational player. And I remember because I did a couple of Jets games. I remember mm-hmm. asking Robert Sala about him specifically. He said, look, he, we thought he was a third down at best player. And then he earned the right to play on first and second downs. And he became a, a he became a disruptor. Like he worked himself into that role. But the reality is like they've drafted specifically to solidify their defense. And he becomes expendable because they have draft guys below, you know, younger than him. Yeah. And it's, it sucks. I, I hear you. It sucks. But I don't know if it's going to make sense to sign him to what number I, he deserves. And by the way, Robert Sala has plenty of experience with this. They had to say goodbye to DeForest Buckner in San Francisco. He 100%. And they, the train rolled and they on did they the same it. thing. They did the same thing in San Francisco. Yep. It was just like defensive li- lineman after defensive lineman. Excuse me. There's a difference. You want to know the difference? I'm going to explain the difference to you. Correct me if I'm wrong because obviously mm-hmm. I ain't perfect. They traded him away and got back a pick. Right. True. They're right. going to lose this man as a free agent That's probably a to your dopey team. That's a good point. That's a huge point. Like, you think you're all smart over there. Oh, well, you know, Robert Sala's done this before. They lost it. They traded him away. No, I get it. They didn't just lose him for nothing. Hey, look, we had to do this with James Bradbury. I mean, the Chiefs had to dump Tyreek Hill. It happens. Cap the cap, baby. No, I know. You want to well, pay Aaron Rodgers a lot of money. Well, the ca- Stop cap bringing this back. It's not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's the fact that they have other holes to fill. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's the fact that there's other things they need to do, specifically fixing this offense. Like, keep this in mind. This offense last year wasn't bad. It was historically bad. Like, there's a difference. There's a difference between being, hey, that's a crappy team, and that is historically one of the worst offensive teams in the history of football. Now, what else did I take out of Joe Douglas? Nothing. (laughs) I took nothing out of him. I almost fell asleep halfway through the press conference because he was droning on and on and on. And here's the reality with Joe Douglas in this offseason, and he knows this. He knows this. I'm not the only one to say this, but it's the truth. Go do it. Go do it. You've been here for almost a half a decade. No more excuses. And this goes to Robert Sala. This goes to your friend Nate Hackett. This goes to all of them. If you don't win this year, if you don't fix this offensive line, if you don't draft well, if you don't sign the right free agents to quote, oh, God, I don't want to quote him. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm not going to quote the original guy, so I'll quote the second guy who won Michigan by a million points last night. You don't do that, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. I used to do it different, you're fired, but I ain't touching that guy. Right. You're fired. Like, that's it. That's what it comes down to. Fix this mess. If you don't fix it, you're all gone. And we're all in bed with that as Jet fans. This is it. You fix it, great. 
We'll be sipping champagne at a parade in New York City, and I'll be laughing all night long. But if you don't, you're all gone. From Joe Douglas to Robert Sala to Bob Lushusen. I'm just kidding. Bob Lushusen's great. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, man. I love Bob. And congratulations. He's going to still broadcast New York Jet games on a different radio right. station. I look forward to hearing you, Bob. One of the most underrated broadcasters in all of sports. True story. In fact, I was thinking of doing a Cinco de Evo of best New York radio announcers. Bob's up there. Bob's up there. But I decided not to do the list because it would cause a lot of issues. Where's the other Bob? Bob Papa. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> like I said, this would cause a lot of issues. So I decided to keep the list to myself. I hear you. But just for Bob was choosing to know, because I'm sure he's listening. I hear he listens all the time. I got you, pal. All right. Nice. Top two. I'll leave it at that. Let's go to Eric and Newberg. What's up, Eric? Hey, what's up, Evan? What's you guys doing? What's up, good? We're, We're good. All right. We're all right. So I agree with the uh, McCall Hardman situation. Uh, you know, I think he was just beat out by uh, Xavier Gibson and seemed a little uh, salty. But um, something for Sean. I feel like every time something Jets-related comes up, Sean always got something negative to say. Jets always wrong. Giants always right. Yep. No, Eric, you're totally right, great man. point. There's so much positive to talk about the Jets. There's <laughs> so much positive to talk about the Giants. I bash the Giants to no yeah. end. Yeah, but you bash the Jets uh, with, like, a little tween, and you put the yeah. Giants over. What the hell did you guys do? In fact, who won more games last year? Mm-hmm. You did. Who I, won the head-to-head game last no, year? I thank who you. He's now won the sixth exactly. spot. Thank you. Yeah, Eric, keep going. I think Sean yeah. is just a major please, giant uh, prop. And please don't claim yeah, that game because it was one of the worst games in NFL exactly. history. Exactly. <laughs> so what does that mean? That, that means it doesn't count? It was just, No, it counts. It was just bad. I, Let's just not talk about it. I, I don't understand. Are we all supposed to come in every time there's a negative jet story and hold hands, light a campfire, roast some marshmallows and go, everything's fine, everything's fine. The Jets are an embarrassing franchise and you have multiple players in the league pointing it out. Also, I bashed McCall Harbin. I said it's the wrong messenger to do this. Yeah, I Sorry, think the problem like, is then you pull, you hold up your giant pom-poms and talk about how great John Mara is. That's the problem. When did I once do that today? Oh, it happened like all last week. I John Mara has two championships as owner. I don't do this. I'm, I'm just saying... Of course. I've seen He's my not team Woody fight. Johnson standing sure behind is. the man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Listen, Sean, bottom line is you hate the Jets. Just say it. I hate young Jet fans, but uh, I love them too. You also said something, and I'm not going to let this pass by. You basically co-signed what McCall Hardman and Deion Dawkins have said over the last few days. You realize that I, I know you want to bash the Jets, and again, it's easy to bash the Jets. I do it. I just did I just criticized Joe Douglas. I just criticized my questions about this team. But don't co-sign Deion Dawkins and McCall Hardman because all they're trying to do is pile on. And they've got agendas for why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Deion's upset because of his fight with uh, Michael Clemens. And McCall Hardman's upset because he got beat out by an undrafted rookie. And he's crying about it on a podcast. But again. <laughs> because that undrafted rookie would actually return punts. Exactly. <laughs> no, Hardman's wrong. My point was his messaging on coaching is right. That's all. And I'm a big smoke fire guy. I follow the smoke. And what does the smoke say? The smoke says multiple NFL players are calling in the question that either the Jets coaching multiple, or the Jets no, 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 Multiple NFL players. Who are the guys that did it? I just laid it out on what their agendas are. That. It's one. Deion Dawkins Deion has Dawkins. an issue. And the other one is Miko Hardman, who just, Who's a clown? I don't know. He's, he's, exactly. Okay. So who else is calling out the Jets? Two guys with agendas, dude. Okay. They don't have agendas against other teams. What does that mean? But all I'm saying is you have two guys with agendas 
At some point, you got to start adding up the math. Something is not adding up with the Jets, even if they're the wrong message. I know things aren't adding up with the Jets, but to co-sign McCall Hardman, I'm he's trying to get you, and Deion Dawkins, he's trying, he's trying to get you upset. All right, well, stop, I'm not upset. No, Stop the caller lettering. pinned us. You know what? The caller pulled an Evan. He pinned me and Evan versus each other. I was bashing Hardman an hour ago. I don't think he pinned me against you. He pinned Jet fans against you, which I like. <laughs> I right. bring it on, <laughs> Kevin in Staten Island. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're good. Um, I just want to touch up on the McCall Hardman thing. We're just a few weeks removed from watching this guy win the score the game-winning touchdown at the Super Bowl. Yep. Now he wants to hop on a podcast and smack talk our team, sounding like he hasn't blown his nose in three weeks. <laughs> oh, I just want to make a point, too. I, I just looked it up. He got traded three days after that Eagles game. You think that uh, that leak that Sauce Gardner was talking about on Twitter has anything to do with that? Yes, because um, yeah. he was inactive. For, was he inactive for that game? Yeah, he didn't play, and it all adds up. It yeah. all adds So If you're just tuning in, here's what happened. Sauce Gardner went on social media to defend the Jets the way Thomas Morstead did. And McCall Hardman, what's the leak tweet exactly say, Sean? Because I know you captured it because it was eventually deleted and you had to, like, you know, basically take a picture of it to find it. Give me a second to find it. I want to get the exact wording. Give you a second. Yeah, too busy writing material, ripping the Jets to actually, you know, have that tweet handy. Too busy thinking of ways to bash Robert Sala, to bash the Jets, to bash Joe Douglas, to bash Woody Johnson, to bash Evan Roberts, to bash Joe Beningo, to bash everything associated with the Jets (laughs) that you don't have that tweet ready. No, so he actually did play in that Philly game. He played in the Philly game? Yeah, so he played in the Philly game. Yeah, now I don't know. He had two, he had two <laughs> catches. Two catches for... He didn't have two catches. I think he only had one catch as a Jet. McCall no, Hardman. one catch. What, what, what am I looking... Yeah, McCall Hardman only had one reception as a New York Jet, which is kind oh, of he's, unbelievable. He was in Kansas City. Thank so, you. Sorry. Right. No, I'm looking at Philly. He played Philly when he was in Kansas City, too. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> right. He, right, so right. he was active in the Philly game. Yes. But he did not have a catch. Wait, wait. Did he play in the Eagle in the Jets-Eagles game? Yes, that, he did. He played? He did. So he was inactive against Denver, and then he he was active versus the Eagles. Yes, he got targeted twice, no catches, no, no catches. receptions, did nothing else. He was on the field for six yeah, snaps six in plays. the game against Philadelphia. Okay, this is up to everyone to determine if this is true or not. Now, Sean, we gave you two minutes. What's uh, What did Sauce say in the tweet? Uh, Lugie got it. Okay. okay, Lugie has the tweet. Thank you. This is from Sauce Gardner. Thanks. We ain't gone talk about how our offense game plan got leaked versus the Eagles, though. Hmm. Emoji where you're like, close your eyes. Okay. That is a clear implication that he believes, and I think this is suspendable, by the way, if this is the case. Tell well, me if I'm wrong, T. It feels like this actually happened because he was traded the next week. That so, the But the next- accusation is that he leaked the offensive game plan the Jets had against Philly to the Eagles. Yes. Meanwhile, he played for the Jets on offense in that game. Yes, but the next week, he was on the Kansas City Chiefs. Week, week six was the Eagles game. Week seven, he's in Kansas City playing against the Chargers. So, so you believe it's true? Is my is the question? I mean, s- something happened drastically. Can that has that ever happened? Where I, a guy just leaks a freaking I mean game plan? Accidentally, it's happened because you just forget your playbook and you that's leave it that's somewhere. completely different. But that I, I don't know. I, I don't. Think you never had an experience with that. I've never had it specifically been you know given to another team. Now, like co- quarterbacks get signed all the time. Off of teams' practice squads, you know what I mean. I'm going to sign the practice squad quarterback because he knows what this, what the offense is supposed to be doing. So we're going to put him on our active roster. We'll keep him for a week or two or whatever may happen. But like a, a flat, you don't get your. He's not bringing a playbook with him. Right to actually give somebody the playbook. That's 
I mean, that's that's that should be league suspended. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I that's know, true. I don't know that that actually happened. Well, here's what it's I know. It's interesting that Sauce Gardner or um uh, yes, yeah, Sauce, Sauce Gardner. Gardner brings that up. He brought it up and then immediately deleted the tweet. Now, does he delete it because it's BS, mm. or did he delete it because he's like, you know what, I I don't know if I want to bury this guy that much. But that's a that's something the league's got to investigate. Yeah. Now, granted, the Jets actually beat Philadelphia in that game, so we got the last laugh. As you recall, the Eagles turned the ball over 150 times, and for a while, that looked like one of the great wins because the Eagles' only loss occurred to the Jets. Yes. But the fact that that accusation is out there, if that is proven to be true, I'll tell you right now, I'll, you should be suspended for an right. entire season. It's, it's, it's the first time I've heard of it, though. You've never heard of that? Well, no, no, this year with him. Like, it's the first I've heard that he leaked the playbook. I, the I had not heard it. Was that something on Reddit or something? Because I hadn't mm-hmm. heard that. Uh, yes. A little deeper dive said that was the speculation on Reddit. Oh, I was going <laughs> I just made that up. You're telling uh, me that's true. And, uh, and where did that come from? Everything's uh, on Reddit. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like nine threads in here yeah, trying okay. to get through this. Right. Wait, so this was a thing during the season that the... Did they know McCall Harbin or just that someone leaked the game plan to the Eagles before that game? Right. I don't... I just don't... I didn't hear this story. Yeah, so... I, what I understand, unless I'm completely off, there was another deleted tweet, or maybe even this was part of the deleted tweet that happened then. Sauce Gardner tweeted this in October? I don't know. I'm trying to make this clear. I don't know if it was a different tweet or this All same right. tweet was in I'm going to make this clear for you today. This is your job. That's my mm-hmm. job. Find your job is to get to the bottom of this, because yeah. if it's true <laughs> that this SOB is leaking game plans right. suspended for the then season, we, then we have another issue with Nicole Hart. Well, that's a scandal. As opposed to him being a crybaby. You tell me if I'm over-exaggerating because you played in this league. And that, that is an NFL scandal if that happened. That's a big deal. That, Thank you. That tweet was from today, but there's... I'm trying to find what prompted it back in October where people thought this was a thing. Right. Got it. Keep working on it, sleuth. Sean Morash, he's... Uh, look at that. He's defending the Jet Honor. He's doing all the research to find <laughs> trying out. To get, trying to get back in some good graces. Well, not only that, screw McCole Hardman. <laughs> no! Speak of my language now. Let's go to Brendan and Dumont. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Ev. So, Ev, listen, uh, well, I hate to agree with uh, Tommy there. Uh, not Tommy, with uh, Sean. But <laughs> Same guy. The smoke, there's fire. Right. They, I mean, there's more than one player, or with these two players, talking about the problems with the Jets. Who else? There's one other player. Who else? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he came out and <laughs> said it. The BS has got to stop. A good point. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're a mess. I'm a Jets fan. I'm, like, years of blood and sweat invested in this team. It, it's a mess. Well, the fact that we're even talking about it, the fact that, that, that all this stuff and uh, Sauce is tweeting and untweeting, it, it continues. It doesn't stop. Well, it's what specifically, because we're on the same page here, Brendan, in terms of listening to what Aaron Rodgers has to say, what specifically did Rodgers say that concerns you the most? Well, he says, you know, like all this BS has got to stop. Championship teams yeah. like, mm-hmm. don't have this kind of BS. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, so, I, you know, whether McCall Harmon is right, whether he's the guy who should be delivering the message or not, doesn't really matter. The BS, it just doesn't stop. Well, but Brendan, 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 I agree that when Aaron Rodgers made those comments a few months ago, specifically about the leaks in the organization. Yeah. And about how the BS has to stop. Yeah, the one non-football of, stuff. Well, one of the things we questioned, Tiki, was what did he mean? We didn't know what he meant. But it also felt like he was talking about himself because some of that stuff came from him. Right. Well, that's why when I asked, well, what did he mean when he said that? What did he mean when he said that? Yeah. Was he talking about himself? Was he talking about, like, what specifically 
was wrong behind the scenes with the New York Jets last year. And the only reason I care is not because I want to write an autopsy on the season, but because I want to fix it. That's the reason one should care. Because in 2024, the Jets have big, big expectations. They have to, just based on the way the team is built. And you've got to make sure that you can't have the same mistakes affect you again. So, yes, I agree with you. I listen to what Aaron Rodgers has to say. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest hope the Jets have. You don't have to like him, Mm -hmm. but you better realize that if you're a Jet fan, wrap your legs around him because he's the only chance we have as Jet fans to see victory. Him. Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I allowed to speak on the sleuthing? Yes, go ahead. Okay. This would require another level of me having to find the exact podcast, but Jets, Twitter, Reddit, whatever, seems to believe that the week after that Eagle-Jet game or two weeks after the Kelsey Brothers podcast – there was kind of a throwaway moment where Jason Kelsey admitted that we pretty much knew everything the Jets. That's what made the loss so stunning. We knew everything that was coming our way with the Jets, and apparently hmm. that set Jet social media ablaze. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, can I give you an immediate reaction to that? If Jason Kelsey, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles, yes. made a throwaway comment, hey, man, we to knew his everything. Brother. To, to his brother. Talking brother. to his brother. On a podcast, we knew everything that was coming. I don't take it as a player leaked the game plan. You know what I take it as? You may want to hold your ears. I take it as that Nate Hackett has an incredibly predictable offense. That's okay. how I take Now, that's just me. Okay, I'm not sleuthing on Jet Twitter. I'm a Jet fan. And the way I would take that comment was more a knock on the coaching staff for being completely uncreative and just having a game plan that's vanilla. Now, you tell mm-hmm. me, Tiki, do you take it? I know it's critical of your guy, right? but do you take it as that or someone leaked the game plan? Oh, I mean, it's hard to leak a game plan. Especially Jason Kelsey, there was no one to have leaked it, right? It's not like McCole Hardman, while having his game plan, gave it to somebody on the Eagles the day before they were playing him. So and, and it, it must be what you're talking about, that the game plan was so simple, and we know why it was simple because we talked about this all season long. Zach Wilson just couldn't execute anything. And so they basically did the same things over and over and over and over and so, over again. So for him to say, we knew exactly what they were going to do, what's he actually saying? Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I have to tell you, I'm about to really rip Sauce Gardner if I put this together. Yeah, so so Sauce now. Yeah, exactly. Right? So now you, you, you have to go back and look at Sauce and be like, Sauce, what in the hell are you talking about? Exactly. If Sauce Gardner, can you get Sauce on the phone? We can ask him. If yeah, Sauce, 1-800 Sauce. Thank you. If Sauce Gardner came to the conclusion that the game plan was leaked based on that throwaway comment from Jason Kelsey, yeah. then we have a problem. Yes. Uh, now, hold on. Then Sauce Gardner has too much time on his hands. I have to defend Sauce now. Don't put me in the spot where I'm going to Mr. Jet here. Hey, go ahead. All right. Sauce Gardner is a smart young man. Like, he, they know things, like, in the locker room. McCole Hardman admitted to us he wasn't willing to return punts. He sounds like a clown, all of this. He's telling you how tight he was with Travis Kelsey. I can understand the connecting of the dots. Hardman... Clearly, as Joe Douglas brought up, too, tampering maybe to get his way to the Chiefs. Maybe he knows he's going to get there. He's so fed up. Screw this. Trav, give Jason. This is exactly what we're going to do. I could envision a world doing that. However, if that's exactly what was said, I do see what, how it could be read as yeah. it's so simplified. But I could see, you know, 
Sauce Gardner thinking that, if that's how the team felt. If the team felt it because they had more evidence than a throwaway line from Jason Kelsey, yeah. I'm all ears. <laughs> all if right. it's based on the throwaway line from Jason Kelsey, we got a problem. Or maybe the team just didn't realize how predictable they actually were. Well, no, I think they did. They know. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Sauce knows. They did. We'll get back to your calls in a minute. 877-337-6666. And since Sean always wants to make it Giants versus Jets, we'll do it. Giants versus Jets. They got graded by NFL players. Who did better according to NFL players? The Jets and everything about their organization or the Giants and everything about their organization? I had flashbacks to being in high school and middle school this morning because I found out that the NFL PA was going to release the report cards Mm. for each NFL team. Mm. And the way it works is you grade the team you're on. You grade every aspect of the team. And some of the things I think we look at as fans and say, ah, who really cares? Who cares about the food cafeteria? Do we really care? Yeah, it matters. <laughs> of course, it you're saying that. It matters. <laughs> to performance? Just comfort. I guess. Right? Just, I don't know, good food. Good culinary options. I don't know. Matters to you. Treatment of families? I can see why that would matter to players. That's the, that is a huge one, actually. All right, well, let's start there. The New York Jets got a D minus on the treatment of families. D minus. What are they doing? What are, I mean, a D minus. And by the way, the Giants didn't do much better. They got a C. Now they beat the Jets, but it's yeah. not like either grade is all that good. I guess that's the facilities for kids. Like if you have families, you bring your kids. Like, um, and maybe where the seats are. Mm-hmm. That that you. I mean, because you have to buy seats. So if you're playing for the Jets or Giants, you're buying tickets to, yeah. for your family. To yeah, that game. seems screwed up. They should just give you tickets. You're right. for the freaking team. <laughs> right. You kidding so me? So it's like where are those – I think you do get like a handful, but most guys have a lot of players, people coming, another family coming. I don't understand how the Giants and Jets can play in the same stadium and one team's weight room gets a better grade than the other team's weight room and one team's – Because the facility's different. I know, but it should be equal. They built this – it's in the same no, freaking no, it's stadium. No, it's not. Not. It's Are a, we talking about practice facility? Is that practi- why? The weight room is at the practice facility. Ah, okay. Makes sense. Thank you. Okay. That makes a little bit of sense. The who's, who's was better? The, I'm going to make this very easy for everybody. The Giants beat the Jets in every single grade except for one. Huh. Like, literally, every grade they beat them in except for one. I'm and you want to know what that one is? Which, which what? Nutritionist dietitian. That is the <sighs> one aspect where the Jets got a better grade than the Giants. What did they get? The Jets got a B plus, which was their best grade. They got nothing else close to a B plus, mm. and the Giants got a C plus. Giants did not do well. Huh. Wow, a lot of chubby chasers. There. I yeah, our nutritionist was great when I was there. Well, apparently not. I mean, I don't know if it's still the same person. Now, here's what they wrote about the Jets and Jet fans. I'm going to warn you: this is very troublesome. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> at least I was troubled by it. The New York Jets finished this year ranked 21st in team report cards. Okay, fine. 21st, whatever. It's not halfway, but it's not not great, but whatever. The number one issue the team has is with how the coaching staff manages their time Hmm. with respondents highlighting lack of efficiency around their scheduling. I I can see that. What does that mean? That means they're lazy? Is that what it means? No, no. It means that you're this at the facility for a long time. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so, the opposite. They're there longer. I right. like that. So it's it's like we get there. We're, it's not crisp. We don't, I don't know. The process is not as as, as straightforward of we're going to do this, 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 and this, and then we're going to, 
finish the day at practice, and then we're going to be done. It's, yeah, it sounds like the old first one in, last one out, but not a real plan. It's just about yeah. showing how long we're at the facility. And yeah. who's, who's that on, by the way? Uh, I mean, ultimately, it's the head coach. Head coach. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Right. And then your guy's report card was so glowing, I got disgusted. Like, I was just annoyed by it because my grades sucked. So I'm like, all right, let me just see if my pal's grades are worse. The New York Giants ranked eighth overall, which is really good. That is really good. The first item that deserves recognition is the work by the team's training staff as players gave high marks to longtime head trainer Ronnie Barnes. Ronnie Barnes, ring of honor. With 96% of players responding that they received an adequate amount of one-on-one treatment time, which ranks number one in the NFL. It's because Ronnie's the best. The players were also complimentary of their strength staff, whom they felt made it a point coming out of last year's survey to work more collaboratively with the players this season. But here's what I find funny. Do you know the two things that the players had issues with? What's that? Which is with the Giants. This is okay. This is with the Giants. First, the locker room needs to be better. What? Yeah, their locker room is not. Nah. it needs to be upgraded. Oh so wait, so the disgusting. locker room now. Now this is the question: Is this the locker room at Quest or is this the locker room at the stadium? I'm guessing the stadium because when I hear locker room, I think of MetLife Stadium, and I also like to crap on MetLife Stadium anyway, yeah. so it fits my narrative. Got it. And here's the second one, and this should be a surprise to nobody. The playing surface at MetLife Stadium. Oh, <laughs> well, that was easy. Giant players almost unanimously responded that they do not like playing on the synthetic surface surface in line with our 92% number league-wide. Right. Think about that for a second, ladies and gentlemen. And This is why John Mara and Woody Johnson need to explain themselves on this. Both yeah. of them. 92% of the league What's says it? your surface sucks, and everybody on your roster essentially says they don't like playing on that surface. You're millionaires. Fix it. I wonder if any of the uh, turf fields, field turf fields, got more than a D, better than a D on playing surface. I'd have to do a lot yeah. of research because some answer. of those, because think about this, some of those. <laughs> Are domes right, and they have to be right. And so, I don't think they're responding with practicality. I think the response is, "Do you like playing on the field?" If yeah. the answer is yes, the answer is yes. If the answer is no, the answer is no. So, who was the worst? Who got the worst overall grade? The Jets by a lot. We sucked, dude. And, we got the, the entire worst. NFL. No, 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 no. It, it, the Jets weren't the worst in the NFL, but compared to the Giants, they got a worse grade in every single category know, except for the nutritionist. But now I'm curious who's had the worst grade in the NFL. Who got the worst grade in the NFL, Sean? For which I have like five columns up here. I guess overall, because <laughs> yeah. they, they there, kind is there of an averaged it out. Yeah, is there an overall grade? All right. The thing I have up now is just a million grades for everything with every team. I got I can't find an overall grade. I will continue to work on that. All right. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus took it back at school. <laughs> Wouldn't in theory be the Panthers or the Cardinals, one of the crappy teams? I'm yeah, sure. a team. Well, it's probably teams that have just have an old facility. I, I'm going to guess but, Washington, and I'll tell you why. Washington's overall grades. I'm reading each category. Right. F minus. <laughs> They got an F minus in treatment of families. What wow. are they doing? Fa- and by the way, the Steelers got an F minus too. Because so I think they- that's a stadium thing. Okay. They got a D plus, a B minus, an F minus, an F minus, an F, a C, an A, an F, a C, and a B. They like a five Fs. The Commanders. So my guess would be the Commanders finished in the they, last. They did. The Commanders. <laughs> yeah. Which was obvious. Last. Which number, was obvious. The Commanders. Number one. Was a, I mean, a favorite team of you and I, Tiki, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> the hilarious. Dolphins? That's interesting. Holy crap, the Dolphins got straight A's. I'm not kidding you. Did they really? Every category they got an A in. 
Oh, I hate them even more. Right. I think it's, oh my I, God. I think part of that is probably they love their coach. Oh, stop I'm it. Just, I'm being serious. They and, love their coach, and he makes them feel good about them. And they play in South Beach. And exactly. <laughs> so they're just happy about everything. Yes. Now, do you want to know who is second to last? Who? The Kansas City Chiefs. Really? How about that? That's got to make you feel good. Mm. It's interesting. They also, you know what that tells us? This means nothing. And Clark Hunt <laughs> ranked, Absolutely nothing. Clark Hunt ranked 32nd amongst all owners. Wow. See, I was so looking at that. How the owners grade, right? So let's just jump to our owners because I don't care about every other owner. But you're right. The Chiefs owner got an F-. minus. The New York Giants and John Mara, who I know has faced some criticism from fans, according to Giant players, B+. Because John's the best. B plus, well, he's not the best because there's a bunch of people with A's. The Vikings owner, the Dolphins owner, the Eagles owner, uh, the, the Jaguars owner. Well, not the not the son who runs AEW. He wouldn't get an A. <laughs> Packers owner, which is by like a group in a community. Broncos owner. So, yeah, I mean, Mara did all right. How do you think Woody did? How do you think Woody did? Woody had to be 26th. Got a B minus. Huh. Yeah. How about the fact that he got a B minus? All right. Good for Woody. Yeah. Now, here's the big one. Head coaches. And this is big for the Giants because I think the Giant fan, at the end of the season, their biggest concern, if they had one, outside of town and roster was the whole Wink Martindale versus Brian Dable yes. thing and how Brian Dable screams a lot. Did he ever lose the locker room? What do players think of him? Brian Dable, A minus. Of course. Man, how what about a, that? What a problem he is. So, so when did they give this survey? When did they survey the players? Yes. Ah. I didn't see. I'm going to guess at the end of the season. You can't ask the survey in the middle of the season. I mean, that's yeah. like you get grades in school. You get grades in school just, at the end of the year. It's, just a, it's, just, the it's just a weird, like, timing that it's coming out two weeks after the Super Bowl. They have to calculate it, you know? <laughs> By the way, you know, the Jet head coach, since that made Sean very excited when I told him A-minus for Brian Dable, made him very happy. Okay. Robert Sala, who we have spent a lot of time criticizing on the air today, a B. No, Aaron Rodgers got to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I find funny about the coaching? Most coaches got great grades. Huh. You go through the NFL coaching grades. Everybody, like anyone ve- got like D. Put it this way: all the coaches that got bad grades are fired. Were fired, yeah, of course. So A minus in Arizona, C plus in Atlanta. Well, he's gone. Uh, let's see any other C's. A D in Las Vegas, but I'm assuming that that probably wasn't for Antonio Pierce. That probably was for uh, Josh. Definitely. McDaniels. It definitely was. Yeah. And then the other one was. Commanders got a C. Uh, the Commanders got a C. And Ron Rivera's gone. So the only coaches that got grades of C or worse are all gone. Hmm. By the way, Robert Kraft, D plus on the ownership. I thought he was like this beloved owner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Overrated. Uh, maybe they don't see him. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to miss him. Right. You guys on CBS show him in the box every single snap. <laughs> no, I mean, point. he's not, like, hanging out at the field. He's not, like, around. Like, Wellington was always around. Watching this whole thing and reading these grades got me so, like, sick from 30 <laughs> years ago. Thinking about how nervous I would be because it would come in the mail. Like, yes, as, you know, but ultimately, it means nothing. And you know why? Because the team that finished with the second-to-worst grade aggregate was the Kansas City Chiefs, and I, they won the Super Bowl. By the way, I thought he meant our grades in school meant nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, like, no, you're no. right. I mean, who cares what we got in math? Yeah. Did, you ever, did you ever beat the report card home and hot it? Yeah. We all did. I beat right? the report card all the time. And I, I did not. Yeah, because you're smart. I, you're made tiki straight, I made straight A's. Really? I you did. never got, like, a B in anything? From eighth grade on, I never got a B. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm not kidding. Not even, like, one class one, in one semester? One not one class and one semester. So you went straight A's your entire high school tenure? My entire high school tenure. That is insane. I took three lunches senior year. 
<laughs> See, you could do that in New York. They allow you to have like extracurricular. Good for you, man. Though I mean, that's a, you should be proud of that. Like I didn't. I I can't say I, I did am. that. I was one of our valedictorians. Good for you. Oh wow, you went even there. Mm-hmm. Valedictorian. Is it valedictorian or valedictorian? Valedict. Valedictorian. Yes, it's neither of which Evan said. <laughs> By the way, you said one of was Ronde the other. No, he was he was thirty. First, or oh, that's oh, terrible. Yeah. You beat his ass. Right. <laughs> what, what were your grades in high school, Sean? I'm going to assume like you were dumb. Well, that's not a fair assumption. There was a, there was a time where I was on the honor roll in no junior way. high. No way. Uh, my junior parents, high. Junior my, high. My parents, Did I hear junior high? Yeah, my parents okay. have the junior high West Babylon honor roll sticker still. Uh, then I got to high school, ninth and 10th grade. I was rolling along good. And then I hit a point in my life in 11th, 12th grade where I realized... School didn't matter. Uh. <laughs> so I, I, I knew so, I was so barreling what's the bumper sticker now? My 36-year-old son was an honor roll student at West Babylon Junior I'm not, High. I'm not kidding. When I got to my fifth and a half year of college and I was on my way out the door and I was dying to pass a science class, my mom sat me down. She said, I'm never going to tell you a true word. C gets you a degree. I no longer mm-hmm. care. Just get out. Wow. I mean, she's not wrong. No. no I mean, <laughs> look I'll at, pass that on to my kids. Looking back on it now, and kids, please do not listen to what we're about to say. <laughs> yes, turn your kid, turn the radio off, kid. Looking back on it now, like, eh. I don't know. Did it really matter? I mean, we were nervous about it, but at the end of the day, like, eh, not, not a big deal. Like, if you don't get good grades, right. all right, you go to a community college, and you get to the college you want to go to, or whatever it comes down to. I remember, though, in high school, I was... Well, that wa- was the only reason, by the way. About getting to college. It was to get into college. Well, the, the concern I always had is my grades were wild. Like, my average was probably about a B-, minus. okay? Mm-hmm. But I never got a B-. minus. And what I mean by that is, I would either get A's or D's. Oh, I, see. I was so all over the place because when I care about a subject like history, I was really good at, really into math for a while. I was really into, I was really good at, and then science would just bring me down. Yeah. I didn't give a rat's ass about earth science. Now, did that change? Did what change? So like your interest now, like no. I hated history right. growing up. I, I did well because I could memorize stuff, but I hated it. Now right. I love it. Right. Oh, did that change with me? Yes. Did it change with you? I think that, no, because I always loved history and I'm still into it today to the point where, you know, I'm obsessed with presidents and all that crap. I think that there are certain aspects of science I now find interesting. Mm -hmm. Like meteorology, I find interesting. Hmm. I'm like, okay, I could say, or the dinosaurs and what blew them out. I find that interesting. Yeah. And that's sort of science related. Space, isn't Hmm. space science related? Would you say space is science related? 100%. Yeah. I'm into that. 100%. I watch all these YouTube videos. Like, I'm all over it. So I think from that aspect, there are certain aspects of science that I got interested in. Yeah. But the rest of it, it was, it was that's why my Like report, the minutia. The minutia of science yeah, is, yeah, it's tedious. Because it. we're spending, like, that earth science year. Like, I don't care what's in a rock. Like, that's not interesting to me. No, yeah, well, I do it, I'm totally with it. It depends on what the rock is made of. Well, even I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the rock is made of. I mean, made of chocolate, it doesn't matter. Uh, do you smell a so, Ev, what was your worst the rock is cooking. subject, in your opinion? Science. Science? Mm. Okay. I'm not surprised by that. I think your memorization, much like me, is where your strength is. You can memorize something. If I gave Evan a piece of paper and said, memorize this, he would memorize no. it. When that it comes not, to math, you'd no. be like, oh, what? Completely disagree. I don't have good memorization. But when I really care about something, you just I remember. remember it. And I think that's different. Yeah. In my opinion, I think that's different. Really? Yeah, because if I don't care about it, I'm not going to be able to memorize it. Like, the reason I'm able to remember 
sports or presidents <laughs> or certain games is because I genuinely care about it. Right, so if you, you put a piece of paper in front of me, like the Jets grades that they just got from players and said, memorize it, I don't think I'd be able to memorize mm-hmm. it because I don't give a rat's ass now. Right. So I think it's about, like my issue in school was care. It was a care factor thing. Mm. If I cared about it, I did really well. So I think you're saying that I don't care about my NFL career because I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, that reminds me, we haven't played What Does Tiki Know About Tiki Combine Edition in a couple of days. We have to whip that out real soon and see what he remembers. But, yeah, I think it's more of a care factor. Like, that's why I got A's in one subject and D's in the other subject. Mm-hmm. So my my GPA, or whatever the hell they called it, was somewhere in the middle. And I actually never got that somewhere in the middle because I was either really, really good or really, really bad. And you didn't even go to college to need it. You just went to work. I was going to go to college. I was accepted and going. I was going to I Seton know. Hall University. But you went I know, to work. I know when you say that, it's like, ah, you couldn't even get into college. Well, I got into a college. Could, of course you could have gotten into college. I was going to a college. I got a job. I did something else. Hmm. Let's go to Bobby in uh, Aberdeen, New Jersey. What's up, Bobby? Hey, guys. Uh, you were talking about the holes in the, in the Jets organization. Robert Sala is the Titanic. And Joe Beningo is an iceberg. Your head coach is a leak. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Are we serious here? Your head coach talks to Joe. Yeah, but I think... Of course there's going to be leaks. Yeah, but, but, but Bobby, I think the bigger concern from Rodgers was the leaks about Zach Wilson not wanting to play. Right, like the internal stuff, like yeah. what's going on. Because that, uh, let's be real, that shouldn't have been a story. Right? It shouldn't have been something that was as massive as it was because I don't think Zach Wilson actually said, I'm not going to play. You know what I mean? It almost it almost reminds me of of a guy saying, are you putting me out there to fail type of thing and someone interpreting it as, well, Zach didn't want to play. Right? It, That's it, how you take that? Absolutely. Oh, I don't take that at all, I man. Don't, I don't think that Zach ever said, I don't want to play. I think he did. I, 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 think, I think someone in his camp probably said to him, are you sure you should be playing? Okay, I, okay, I will meet you. I, you know I, what I mean? Because It I, may have been someone in his camp, but I think it was, dude, they benched you. The offensive line sucks. You're going to be off this team at the end of the year. But I don't what think... What benefit that, do you I, have to play? I don't think Zach would, would... It makes no sense for a guy who's trying to salvage his rep or whatever it is in that, in that locker room to say, hey, guys, I'm not going to play. Maybe someone around him was having that conversation because his career was clearly dead. I mean, midway through the season, his career was dead with the Jets. Right. And so someone in his camp probably had that conversation. It got leaked to someone else. Right. And the next thing you know, it turns into a story about Zach Wilson not wanting to suit up. Not for nothing. We have precedent now. Zach Wilson witnessed a player on his team tell the coaching staff, (laughs) I'm not playing, and get rewarded by getting traded to a better team. So I'm not saying that maybe Zach Wilson had that thought for an hour and a half. Right. I mean, that was after the trade deadline, but I mean. I'm just saying the precedent was there that a guy got rewarded and and everybody saw him quit. Guess what Joe Douglas just did today? Gave Zach Wilson permission to seek a trade. I know. Well, but I think. (laughs) Okay, so that was the other thing that came out of Joe Douglas speaking. He confirmed that, not that it's a shock. We all know that Zach Wilson can't be on this football team. Mm-hmm. I know it. Joe Douglas knows it. Zach Wilson knows it. Robert Sala knows it. Joe Benengo knows it. Everybody knows it. So it behooves you to try to get as much back as you can for Zach Wilson. Yes. And having his agent kind of canvas the league, trying to find a team that's interested, benefits the Jets. Yeah. And by the way, that happens now because agents, just like everybody else around the league, even a lot of coaches now don't go to the Combine. 
Mm-hmm. But everybody's at the combine in theory. That's where deals are going to get made. Agents are there. They're having conversations. So the reason the timing of him seeking a trade happened now is because everybody's at the combine. Yeah. Jerry in Pearl River. What's up, Jerry? Hey, how we doing? Good. What's up? I was thinking if we let the game plan leak every week, we'd be 17-0. and 0. I just did some quick math. <laughs> <man. laughs> that's kind of funny. That's, that's right. The game plan leaks against the Eagles. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Sean in Queens. What's up, Sean? What's up, Bev? I just wanted to point out that nothing says that you're bad at science more than asking if space is science. <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, solid point, Sean. Solid point. Also, you know, Tiki, you made you know you made a point about not remembering you know most of not all your career, but I and comparing it to school is a little bit different. I think when you're so tuned in mentally on a professional level, like you know, obviously, I think it happens on most sports levels, but. You know, on a professional level, you're so tuned in, it's almost like you're overtuned where the memory's just not kicking in. Well, I think you know, you just like Well, it's interesting though. You say that, but like <laughs> when I talk to like CC, when you talk to who did you talk to um on the on the Rico? Adam Wainwright. Yeah, Adam Wainwright. Like CC Wainwright, all these pitchers, Clemens is this way, they remember like every pitch. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. For like, <laughs> like two decades. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. know every pitch in every situation. But I think maybe in in the NFL, partly, and I'm I'm not making light of this, but you just get hit, right? You get hit a lot. No, I get you. And you get prefrontal damage, and you get I don't know some lapses just because you maybe were concussed after one of those. It just doesn't. You don't establish the right connection to have a long term memory. But I also I feel like in football, I always forgot everything. Right? It was like game over, next game. Game all that I learned about X Y Z player, it's gone. I can't have reserve space for my in my brain for that. I need to start figuring out what Jeremiah Trotter and and Brian Dawkins are going to try to do to me. Yeah, right. You just kind of wash it away and then start fresh every single week. So I never felt like I needed to like retain anything. Right, stuff. right. But there was no importance in retaining anything. No. And the reason I wasn't sure, but baseball is different, especially for yeah. pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it, like, that information helps you, of course. Next they, time you face that guy, the next like two innings later, yeah, you yeah. got to have it again, and then two weeks later, you got to have it again. The reason I'm confused if space is science is how come in high school we never learned space? Hmm. Like, well, I never took one class about space, astronomy as it's called, never existed. Now maybe they've changed hmm. that in 2024. Um, but I got none of that back in the day at Lawrence High School. I, you know, I didn't in high school, but we did. Because I was, I'm in the Challenger era, era, right when it, it exploded on the. You were probably were you watching it on TV as it happened? One hundred percent, and oh, all our man. teachers left the room. Oh, and so we, it was like traumatizing. I'll yeah. never forget it. Yeah, because all of a sudden here we are. Is I mean, what was I, twelve? Mm. Right, and all of a sudden we're sitting in a classroom watching a TV with this thing happening. Yeah, and there's no teachers. And we're like, what? Did, what's going on now? No, nah, it's crazy. So I'll, I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's kind of. I wanted to be an astronaut, to be honest with you. Really, even yeah. after watching that live, because space became like the biggest topic, like jokes, inappropriate, all that stuff became yeah. topics in our school. No, I can only imagine. And space camps had just started to become a big deal. The, now we couldn't afford to. I mean, my mom couldn't afford to send me to a space camp, so right. I was like, "All right, I'm going to go be an astronaut." Mm. The only thing I remember watching on TV as a kid at school was that freaking Ranger Parade in 1994. What still bothers me to this day. Mm. That I had to watch that crap. We'll get back to your calls in a second, 877-337-6666. And for those that think I have a vendetta against the Rangers and the Knicks, I'm here to tell you coming up why I believe fully Madison Square Garden is the best arena stadium in this town.
I really believe it. I spent the night there last night, and I, I'm telling you, The Rock, Barkley Center, City Field, MetLife, kiss my tuchus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 